All right. It's another episode of that talking thing. I'm Jason. I'm Kim. And uh, yeah, we're the Coleman's and we talk about business and life every once in a while. It's been a while since we did this. Yeah. And we have some new gear. Right. Set up. You might see that we're glowing blue. Yeah, I, I don't even know if the last episode we, we recorded in here, but we, we might, did. maybe didn't even have the um, like audio panels. Yes, that was fun to put up because my daughter had a very specific, our daughter yeah. had a very specific opinion about where they'd go. And I think I let her win. Yeah. And I think that's okay. It seems okay. And like, I've grown on it. Imperfect, but it doesn't matter to me. Like, they're little. Yeah, they were not yeah. the most expensive foam you could purchase on Amazon. Mm. I think they were 20 bucks for 12 panels and we bought 36. That's pretty good. It's oh. in the description. Mm-hmm. We should oh, affiliate. okay. No, right. I don't know. I'm just kidding. That's what YouTube <laughs> people do. Yeah, some, I saw some of those panels were like crazy expensive. I'm like, how are these better? I guess it's like the, the material maybe. Yeah, denser. These are yeah. pretty squishy. Yeah. Maybe they leach poisonous chemicals into us and they're still. They don't smell anymore. They smelled for a bit. They did. Like I think the, if you get close, they still smell. Oh, uh, okay. Don't smell it now. Stay it's back. Good. And the new, new microphone? Yes, this was a recommendation. We have the Yeti. Right. Which is a large mic. Mm-hmm. I found it too large for myself. I thought it was like disproportionately large Dude, and to me. I'm I got, trying to get there. I get but. a comment on every phone call about my podcast mic or like my big obnoxious mic. It's kind of like annoying. So someone recommended this to us. This is the Apogee Hype mic that it's good for travel that you can package it up into a small yeah, box that box. we put somewhere. Um, so you could throw it in your suitcase cool. and take it to an event to record man on the street kind of content, yeah. which would be good. And we got this set up, like the camera and the mic, and maybe we'll even buy a laptop to be like the podcast laptop. It is a bit of a process yeah. when you move. You have to plug like, everything in to make yeah. sure it's still hooked up. That's okay. Yeah. It's like, not a so large Just buy a new thing. laptop just to, but I don't know. There's a if, concept that we'll be recording more if yeah. the barriers to entry are lower. set a goal, like, hey, when we get to season three, we buy a new laptop for the pod- podcast. Okay. Because okay. it's fun having gear. It's kind of fun. <laughs> I hope that it makes you record more. We're giving yeah. you more content work like I this. I wrote some scripts in. for um, the one-minute videos yeah. we're doing on YouTube. So those will be fun. Um, yeah. One thing we were going to talk about was the programming yeah. thing. Uh, we're working on our courses plugin for Paid Memberships Pro. Hopefully it's out before this podcast comes out because we want to release it anytime soon. Yeah. And um, it is going to be... A plugin for WordPress. This will get technical. Mom, you can skip ahead of this. But it'll be a plugin to work with Paid Memberships Pro to integrate with other LMS systems like LearnDash and Lifter and others eventually. But also out of the box, we said, hey, let's do like the bare bones. I want a course. I just want like a custom post type called course with lessons underneath it and tracking progress. Um, and that's it. So we kind of build that out of the box because a lot of people come to us and say, they're like, I want courses, and I don't even think they need this courses plugin we're building. I'm like, do you know how to make a P- print the PDF? Do you yeah. have PowerPoint? Like, just, you know, make some content and let them download it. Um, oftentimes, it's good enough for your course. But some people want more structure, and it helps. And so we give them a little bit of structure. Eventually, you know, they yeah. might need all the bells and whistles, quizzes, certificates, and stuff that the other LMSs use. Anyway, we were thinking... It, what was happening in development was when we were handing it off to people, we had requirements and people were checking them, but sometimes it's just like, that'd be cool. Yeah. And like, it's hard because you're building something to keep it small Yeah, and say, this is the extent of features that we want this lightweight version, this basic version to cover. 
because you're looking at other course plugins and you're looking at their features. Yeah. And you're feeling like, oh, that would be yeah. good to add. We should extend in this way. We should it feels include odd. these things. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. some of the things that came up, I brought these up to you yesterday because it's getting close to release and there's some unfinished front-end pieces of it. Yeah. So looking at those, what do we pull out? What do we fix enough to be V1 ready? Yeah. And those relate to, like, um, how do people show the courses they're enrolled in right. in a simple way that... Like my courses. Yes. And is there a need for a fancier layout version of all of the courses, courses available yeah. in that membership site? So maybe we can go in reverse order there. Like, okay. do we need a page that's like, here's a list of all the courses on this website? So the reason I would advocate for that is because I know that it's a CPT. So in your theme, you, your theme will have a default layout for any yeah. fallback just post-type archive. Titles and excerpts layered on top yeah. of each other. But I think some themes go deeper and like limit it to post-type. Post you yeah. might... It might be a 404. Mm. It might be completely unstyled. It might, it might be very unpredictable. What a random CPT? We won't get like just a default archive.php template. We will, but if the posts, if the theme styles archive.php in a very special way and expects uh, a lot of things that are post type may or may not have. Uh, okay. I'm just, I think, we have our own okay, theme. we need to test it Which with one? a few of okay. the most popular yeah. themes. So we run it. And I also thought like, People could build it themselves. Like if you have one yeah. course, like you just link to the course, like any way you want. You don't need like a fancy view. If you have two or three courses, you still can just build a page. Now, if you're like, oh, okay, I'm rebuilding, you know, on his lynda.com, even a thing that got bought by LinkedIn. Yeah. You're rebuilding Udemy on mm -hmm. WordPress and you're like, it's going to have 50 courses across 10 categories. And you're like, oh, okay. With that much content, you're like, I can think of like a cool way to organize it in the thumbnails and things. We face this issue a lot where we, we want to be hands-off. We want to let the theme do it. Yeah. But the flip side of that is that .org ticket the other day. Yeah. There was <laughs> and you're not the front end person I am. So then those feedback come to me and I'm like, ugh. Okay. I just okay. talked to the camera. Like there was a, it wasn't a review. It was a support ticket. It was a support ticket. And I said, hey, I just installed your membership plugin, but the checkout page is really ugly. Can you give me I some think they were very complimentary, kind of too. They began with, oh, really? this is a great plugin. I'm yeah. very much enjoying it. <laughs> but sadly, the checkout yeah. page is very ugly. That's what they said. It's ugly. And I was like, I was like, Kim, do you want to take this ticket? Because you got to break it to them. Like, we, we don't really style the checkout page. It's styled however your theme is styling forms. So like, I hate to break it to you, dude, but you have an ugly theme. And it was an ugly theme. Like his menu and headers were like different fonts and it was like Everything different sizes. It was a bad theme to begin with. So like if you, you know, garbage in, garbage out. Um, yeah. So it was kind of like, oof. Like, yeah. what were we talking about? Oh, like that's, that's a case where that's a difficulty we have. I think we talked about before too, where um, we want to allow your theme styles to be applied to our checkout page. Like you mm -hmm. pick the theme that had really good fonts and headers and colors and spacing and typography. Yeah. Like let's, you know, use what your theme Honor is. It. But if you have a crappy theme or the theme isn't that strong about, you know, or just somehow it conflicts, you know, the checkout page looks weird. That's one case. Yeah. So the same thing could happen with a list of courses. I'm going to test it with some popular themes. Uh, okay. And yeah. then I'm going to try to hand build one with some core blocks in the block editor. There is a 
post-type archive kind of category masonry grid. Okay. I'm going to try to see if custom post types register in that. And if they do, can that be used to create okay. a landing page? It won't. We don't show any links to the all course archive anywhere on front end course pages. We don't say back to all courses or view all course options anywhere. No. So we aren't forcing the default archive view anywhere. No. So if people yeah. want to create a page at slash Once courses. You're in the course, you're in the course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your theme. However, I, they I, navigate to it. Yeah. Okay. I, I well, think that's the answer. Eliminating that content. You don't, we don't need to make a page and kind of get, um, how do they phrase it? Like, a like theme should be opinionated. We don't have to build a page and get opinionated. We can build a courses block, short code and widget, and people can build a page and drop the block. And that's yeah. our courses page. Yeah. And it does make sense to have a block both to work on a post. Cause you might just want to easily drop in like a list of courses, um, maybe courses per category, you know, if that's an option on the block. Or eventually when you have full site editing, you know, you kind of like. What would you expect? Yeah, you just want to put that block somewhere else. Um, and for people who like to use short codes and widgets, let's kind of do the same thing. We can program it in a way where they're all kind of similar. You know, they're just three yeah, different interfaces to drop in the same HTML we generate. Yeah. So if we have a good short code widget and block. A block for a single course, not yeah. for a grid of them. The, the support ticket will be like, hey, I can't find the all courses page. And be like, we didn't ship one. Remember, it's trying to be lightweight. But if you just create a page called courses and drop in our block, it works. Okay. And we don't ever link back to the it. The short code will to. be for a single course or uh, a separate short code for my courses output. Yeah, I guess we want and how courses at my courses. So those would be two different blocks. I think I don't know if maybe we should get to I don't know if we would just think in terms of blocks and then we mm -hmm. think if the short code or the widget has to be different. Okay. Um, definitely the short code could just have the same property, like attributes are the same as the settings for the block and widgets are different in WordPress and they usually go in sidebars and maybe need to be designed to like a little, I might eliminate uh, a widget altogether, but okay. they, yeah. And if they're it, just going it's away. Funny, like if we wait, like you'll have blocks and sidebars pretty soon. Um, that's something that's out to test. We haven't done that. No, we should get on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but we need all courses and my courses. Okay. Right. But we might want all courses Start with to short, allow a single easier, course. maybe, and then we'll blockify it. Can all courses accept an idea of a single course to show? Did we keep course uh, text maybe. on um, We have categories. Okay. Then that okay. Would, would be a so you could show a category. setting of the course. Yeah, I thought that'd be cool. Block. But if you want to show a single course, I don't even know what that is. That's just showing the title and description for one post. Isn't there some other kind of block that does that? No. That is the funny thing. Like people, we have like our checkout button mm -hmm. to link to the checkout page. And it's like, you just copy the URL and paste it in a button or link. But people, it does help people to like, I want to add a block that's like a link to the level, you know? Yeah. Like people think that way. I'm going to add a block that's a we'll link, link to the course. Way. And you're like, create a link, and put the link in, you know? Um, but yeah. We, but, and yeah, I, there's they, already so much bloat in the block. We're developers. We would just hand code HTML in mm. the custom HTML block. Yeah. That's what I do mostly. I use WordPress as yeah, my like right. IDE. So hmm. people C categories who make build sense with to me. builders think but, about inserting and dropping blocks. A block for a single course doesn't make sense to me. Okay. But maybe though, I could be, I guess it's, 
you're on a you wrote a blog post all about your course and you want to drop in like a dynamic yeah. thing that's like go take the course now and it's a featured image a title and a, si- a like number a of lessons in there and everything yeah it's kind of sexy yeah it's like a link to the but you can do you could create a checkout button for the level because with the base this remember this is pm pro so mm-hmm. there's a level attached to the course and you're like sign up for my level then you get the course I mean, we got to think about that. What'd be Definitely cool about a dynamic single course block was that if you already had access, it would just take you to the course. Yeah. Or it would show you a buy me. want that single course. All right. So definitely all courses. And then my courses. All courses has a category filter. Yeah. I don't know if my courses needs a category filter. No. What are you in so. like 900 courses and yeah. you want to just view? It's just a list of links. Okay. Right. And probably. Really like, just text links. And maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Probably just titles. One day I'm going to build a really opinionated, front-endly designed thing I mean, for us. I promise, world. Here now. When we, when we, host we build directories. Yeah. I think when we do directories, we're going to make directories really cool. So I think we should mock these up and see how they feel, and then we'll get the word. And start with short codes first, then do then blockify them, and then think if we need a widget or Use case for all courses is you want to make a prettier archive page than just the post-type archive. Use case for my courses is to drop onto your account page and a single course is to drop into maybe a blog post maybe yeah. a landing page yeah that you're selling it on is it, yeah okay because you yeah there's blocks that like you give it a cpt and it just shows stuff so yeah people i don't know yeah themes that are and we have to test blocks, ours with those yeah yeah okay cool all right we talked about that we figured some things out um, this is all day, every day in our life. And this was literally all day. We have conversations exactly like this. This is well, the thing. Oh, and we rapidly get through them. Yeah. And then we move along. And the way this started was, remember, <laughs> like, I had like the requirements for like the first version. Yeah. And I was like, we don't even need this. But then through the course of programming it, someone's like, well, of course you want a short code. And we're like, yeah. oh, and I forgot it was even there. You're like, remember, there's a short, short code. I think I that know. I was involved in the decision yeah. to uh, okay. grow the. So you were okay. Okay. Um, Sometimes we do things but it's, we hope okay, you don't but it, notice. Because it is like, you know, you add stuff, it takes longer, but that's it okay. does. <laughs> All right. Uh, vaccines is on our list here to talk about. You had both before me. Yeah, a couple weeks. Like barely side effects. I was wiped out. Yeah. Second one hit you hard. I had a fever for almost two days. I was exhausted. Do we both? I think it took Pfizer? me a week until, yeah. Pfizer. Yeah. Until I felt my full energy yeah. back. Hmm. That's weird. I reacted. Yeah, that's okay. But good. As we've been telling people, like, have a day. Like, take a break. Who, who is it? Oh, Andrew Warner at Mixture G. Mm-hmm. Got hit by it, and then he's like, oh, I just took off and slept. But he was like, <laughs> I think he said something like he hasn't taken a day off to just lay in bed for a while, and it felt really nice. <laughs> so he had, like, a, maybe it was... A more mild case. No one's been sick. Yeah. Maybe like, that's the only reason some of us entrepreneurs. Because I kept telling, like, people on the team were like, I don't know if it'll hit me or not. I'm like, just take the day off. Okay. Like, if you're sick, then you're sick. If you're not, like, whatever, you know, just relax. Take a day off. Day. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but it's nice having, like, I got to go visit my dad. Yeah. Um, You know, a couple weeks after. Strange still with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. That is it. They're not yeah. vaccinated. What do you do? <clears throat> yeah. I was telling someone too, like, even if I rationally feel that, Kids usually don't get it bad. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been telling that, like, we've been inside for a year telling them COVID's bad and people are they're nervous. It. 
And now it's like, I got my vaccine. We're going to go out. You Throw know? you to the bullets. Yeah. I was talking about how like when um, like it's kind of similar with ticks. We talked about like how ticks are bad. We're always doing tick checks. We take them off. Isaac did like a, a classroom project about ticks and Lyme disease. And then he had a tick on him at school yeah. all day. And when he got home, we were like, oh my God, you got a tick on your face. And he was like, oh my God. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of funny, but sad at the same time. He was like, he's like, I feel really tired. You're okay. You're okay. Like we'll get it off. It'll be fine. Um, and then we went to tick forest. Oh my God. The other day we got a lot of ticks. That's what was on my brain too. Yeah. Yeah, man. That trail was fun, but yeah, like a couple dozen ticks among us and the dogs. It's too many. We turned around and ran away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, feel, I yeah. think the kids would very quickly get over all those fears when they began to have like outside house fun oh, okay. with people. I, I Until guess, we got okay. sick. If they, if they got end up getting COVID because cases are still around, they're like getting lower. Like mm -hmm. they would be almost traumatized by getting COVID, even if it didn't physically traumatize them. They'd be like, oh my God, I got COVID and like scarred for life. Like my parents let me get COVID. I spent the whole year inside. To interview our friends sick. whose kids have had it. Yeah. Maybe. Find out. Yeah. Like, are they over it? Because it wasn't yeah. that bad? Or? I think so. It, I don't know. It, I mean, it's a little scary, but there's a lot of scary things. Like a small percentage of case seems like kids, you know, have long-term effects yeah. or things. I don't know. Isaac could potentially get like 12 year olds to get vaccine soon. Maren's nine. But we are, I mean, it's fun. Like we're hanging out with folks more. We're going to places. We're not wearing our masks when we're like at my sister-in-law, um, my in-law, my uh, stepsister's mm -hmm. house, stuff like that. And it's been, it's fun. Real life. Back to normal. Including making podcasts. That's very normal for most people. Is there anything else on your mind about vaccines? I'm glad if it's we got like a third one, are you going to be scared because you to. get sick? I think that I'll probably get more sick and I'll account for it. Yeah. I mean, I've gotten like the flu from the flu shot before. It's yeah. pretty similar, but I guess it was, it's worse the way you felt probably from a standard flu sickness. When I need your help, I was so uncomfortable. It's pretty bad. I yeah. had to ask you for help. That's not yeah. common. I try to tell you that too. I think you think of that too. Like by the time that I'm like so sick that I'm, I'm telling you I can't get out of bed and I'm going to stay in bed or like emasculating yeah. myself you're like it must be pretty bad because i i don't know how you feel about me but i fight through like, do you think you do sickness. i feel like i do as much as a man can yeah <laughs> now you're fine yeah we on the flip side it. of that i'm trying I, i'm not even that i'm trying to like take more naps yes you know i'm like hey my body's telling me to take a nap listen to your body I deserve it okay I'm a grown ass man. I'm not gonna be quiet. Make a lot of money because you're sleeping and you're hours off in the middle of the day. No, I don't expect you to. But okay. like, I guess, yeah. I'm. I don't know. I have to fight through it. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm like, but when I'm I'm sick, it's I don't know. If for me to tell you I'm sick, I'm often like a little bit sick. I'm like, I don't even want you to know I'm sick because then you'll, I don't know. I just don't want. Seems like an unhealthy thing negatively of me. Yeah, but it's the psychology of that. Did you get sick on purpose? No. I think um, yeah. You did? No. Oh, do I get sick on no. purpose? No, yeah. no, just, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I I, I expect you to subconsciously to think less of me if I'm sick or whatever, or just baby me. And I'm like, I'm okay. So it's like, just don't even bother you with it. But if I'm like, just like, oh, think. I'm like a medicine. And you should do You're less medicine proponent than me. Yeah. Like I say, remember, take some Advil if you have yeah. a headache. I always, or, always forget. Yeah. I got. I drank coffee late at night. The other night. That's nuts. I had a headache and I was like, is it a caffeine headache? And I drank coffee at seven. It didn't really help the headache, but then I was up till two. And I was like, why did I do that? That was the wrong move. Wrong I should have had one Advil and probably would have yeah. made my headache feel better and I would have fallen asleep or on time. Just drink a ton of water. Drink more Something. water. Yeah. 
Take deep breaths. Okay. Helps. I did like deep breath meditation in the morning. That felt great. And also the, the Zyrtec. Oxygen. It's um allergies. Zyrtec. And I um, started taking allergy pills and I'm not regular. <laughs> I'm no. forgetting. I think that those things work on being consistent. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Wow. All right. Thanks, Doc. This mug was from Travis and Otzi. Hey. This one's from Marin. Summer. They, uh, sometimes they call you Supreme Leader. I mean, I didn't have a name. So not like boss, boss lady. lady. But I don't know where they found this, but it's cute. <laughs> I like it. You want to talk about cohorts? Yeah. It's a fun one. I had a note on my Todoist brainstorm cohorts. I added, I added it maybe two months ago. Yeah. And I reached out to someone on Twitter who runs a cohort. He DM'd like, would you ever want to brainstorm this with us as a platform? What are you using? Never heard back. Mm. So I was going to independently brainstorm it. And then there was a. There was someone on Twitter like, oh, cohorts. Like, I'll do that. And I was like, well, reach out because our plugin yeah. doesn't do it. Like out of the box. There was a conversation someone started on Twitter about the challenges of paid uh, community. Should we say what a cohort is maybe for folks? Sure. What do you uh, define a cohort? Oh, man, this is a good start. So the opposite of cohorts in the membership space is called an evergreen membership. Okay. Meaning it's always open. Anyone can enroll at any time. Like you sign up and then you pay monthly for when you sign up. Yes. And... Everyone is in one big membership altogether. You enter at a point where conversations have already been happening. Yeah. Content has already been yeah. existed prior to when you join, and you may get access to a backlog yeah. of content, a backlog of conversation. Yeah. That's the opposite. That's evergreen That's membership. Opposite. That's what Paid Memberships Pro kind of was built for. Mm -hmm. And then cohorts is you sometimes only have like enrollment for a certain period of time. And then when everyone enrolls, they become a cohort. Everyone who signed up in January is mm -hmm. a January cohort and they go through the membership together. Yes. Um, and then maybe in February or however often you open it up or, mm -hmm. or start your new, new group of people come yeah. in. They start at the beginning. Yeah. Your old group may be at stage five. They may be at complete. Mm -hmm. And it's a good way. I think it's funny. Like there's, there's a group of people out there who like they understand memberships as cohorts. Like that's their default. Yes. And evergreen is weird. They're like, eventually I'm going to make it evergreen. Because it is like a good process where like, if you're starting a membership and you're kind of unsure about it, or you, you don't know all the pieces, you're like building the content on the fly. It's nice to like, oh, let me invite 10 people in who paid and do it really hands-on for those 10 people really well, build up the content, and then maybe have another cohort that's bigger or different. And eventually your content's so good, it can sell itself. So then it becomes evergreen. That's like a process I've seen. With I also think that it's... It when you've gone from like a one-on-one -on -one coaching environment mm. to a one-to-many coaching, it's a way that you can still like be the point of contact and yeah. be the coach, but reach 10 people, 30 right. people in a group. And it's a little less costly to all those people yeah. than a one-on-one -on -one So $2,000 a month and I'll coach you $200 one -on -one a month and you'll be in a group, in of, a 10. group of 10. Yeah. And yeah. they help each other learn and support you, take some burden off of you. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's really cool. You see, I'm like, I think I'm um, stacking the bricks. Alex Hillman and Amy Hoy does pretty well with their courses where their graduates are yep. like out and about and they know each other. I think they probably have a Slack room where they talk and like, they're all like buddy, buddy. It's like a, you know, graduating from a college yeah, class like together a, or something. Of course, but there's yeah. aspects of it that need 
interaction and community. Yeah. But it's only valuable when you're all at the same stage. Yeah. You know, if the end of it is giving away all the secrets, when you're at stage five, those people don't know the secrets yet. So their conversations aren't jaded by them or influenced by them. Right. They come to their own. Figure out how to technically do it. Yeah, I think a bad thing is when you use the cohort model to create like false scarcity. Mm-hmm. So it's actually not a cohort. It's actually yeah. not a community of people that you're all, you know, hands in and working together. It's just we have a limited number of seats. Yeah. And then it's the same course content, no interaction. Yeah. It feels, it, it, it doesn't it possibly works. Yeah. You maybe could do the same thing with the discount, but like, to like encourage people to sign up because that is like a marketing thing. You want by a like, certain date, the price goes up. Yeah, people that's kind of events do now. Too. But yeah, whenever like something in business is like you're faking it, doesn't feel good. Yeah. Here's what I was thinking: okay. how I would what do, do cohorts. Right. I would do multiple memberships per user. Okay. I would give everybody one membership level that's lifetime. That's the cohort group, and one membership level. That's like a fixed period, and that's where they end up after they graduate, uh, okay. and that might or may not automatically renew. That could be quarterly, monthly. could have a delay and start a month in, depending on how long your initial cohort Your active runs. membership would be a separate level. Yes. That would expire three months when you're supposed to be through the course. Potentially. And then you would always have your lifetime membership. I The cohort group you join with would be your lifetime. Yeah. And here's why. Okay, yeah. I would use probably BB Press. Mm-hmm. And probably either a private Facebook group or a Slack group that I just manually add people to mm-hmm. to create those conversations. Right. Start a unique forum mm-hmm. just for the cohort group and then close it to new replies, but give them historic access to it at the end of the cohort period. Because I was thinking about it. At the end of it, what are you left with? And if it, the conversations were run through like a forum on your site, you could build a new forum for every cohort. You could build a new forum for every cohort. Yeah. You could probably even create topics that auto post mm-hmm. and it's right. a clone, like a uh, duplicate this. Yeah. And they auto post daily with yeah. tasks and it's led through that way. I like that. Um, and then you, you can turn off a forum to new replies and it yeah. just lives as history. So then the people would get access to that yeah. after the fact. A lot of people get tricky with, like, number of people that can join. We have some recipes for that. So it would yeah. be, like, limiting the number of people. Yeah. If you wanted to have cheaper prices by certain dates, you should just edit it. Right. Right. Yeah. Change the price. Yeah. On that day, wake up. Yeah, we don't have to program that. At 6 a.m. Um, and probably just have separate landing pages for the cohorts and when they start and put the level mm. only one and make that, like, a single-page checkout. That could be a separate plugin if people really like it to, like, decrease in the, or increasing the price over time. You know, if you're like, but yeah, just do it. So I think it needs to be. Yeah. Anyway, At least sorry. not if you were trying to just yeah. quick and dirty launch this, right? Yeah. So. What was the last feature you just said? Create oh. a separate landing page for each cohort. Oh, uh, okay. So that you could like distinctly set the level that they check out for and have it right in line. Yeah. And then for the recurring membership, if you have that piece, you could tack it on right when they check out or you could begin to market that to them at like, yeah. if it's a month long at the end of week three. Start to market yeah. to them the longer term. So you could enrollment when you so like the PM Pro cohort plugin. Mm-hmm. Potentially, when you create a membership level, you could check a box like this is a cohort. Okay, and it's a clone of this other level. Okay, create a, a level that's a template. Level. Yeah, a template. Yeah, but, so it 
you'd say like, Hey, this is a create a cohort. Maybe it's like shows the levels and you say create cohort and it would create like a, it technically in the database would be a paid Mercer's pro level. Okay. Similar to the, like the plan discount codes or plans. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Plans. Okay. Well, plans show like, no plans is different because there's one level and okay. plans are like, no, you need level. to edit it separately. I, I think it makes sense to Don't make it a separate level. level because you're going to want the granularity of start date and date. Yeah. Cause by limit number of people, by default, all the add ons and custom code that are out in the world are going to say like, if you're in the same level, you should all be able to see this. They want the idea of the level. To and be. we don't want to have to update every single add on and say, there's this new thing called cohorts. Yeah. They, all the add ons understand levels. So like we create a level and it's like that level is tagged as a cohort. So maybe it can clone some information from the main level. Just on where people get both, like they check out for the cohort, they also get the main level. And then yep. you're like kind of, um, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Your evergreen membership is the main level. Yeah. Yeah. It feels, but then it's a level in that. Okay. And then like create a page for the cohort. The forms, they, one thing I was thinking about is like people who run these, like they want to use Slack or Discord or Facebook or the next new thing, mm -hmm. like all of the above. And it's like, you don't want to like say use BB press and BB press is going to replace Slack because it doesn't, it's not real time. It's, it's not, an option. But maybe it could be BB press or it could be something simpler that's posting those comments. Mm -hmm. And then do you put that back on the people to say, hey, like you cr create your discussion group and some other software and share the link. The first post to the cohort page that only the cohort can see is like, here's where we talk. Boom. Mm -hmm. I created a Slack for you. And we do, we have a Slack plugin. Mm -hmm. It can, um, add you to, wait, can it forget like what it does? Private but yeah, channel. yeah, there's some way to do it. We never did the Facebook one. It changed Slack changed. Like it was, just do it manually. Yeah. Just do it manually. But so, yeah, it's like, Hey, but you know, I would, Hey, this, I feel like I'm on the other side of the conversation where I'm like, you, you can them and let them do it. I was like, but we do have it eventually, like we do have a Discord plugin that will just like add people to the Discord and become a member. So you could like, you have to create the Discord channel and then you could just link it to the new cohort group mm -hmm. and it would automatically do some things. But also it's okay to like, I mean, that's part of the beauty of the cohort actually is a lot of the manual stuff is easier Yeah. because you're like, enrollment is closed and now I'm going to take a I'm day. I'm not refunding anyone. I don't have to remove yeah. anyone. I just yeah. actually delete this at yeah. the end of it. Yeah, there's not gonna you're not doing it every day. Like, if, yeah. oh, a new person signed up. Anyway, well, I'll go in the Facebook and add to the group. There's like, okay, it's closed. I'm gonna add you all to the Facebook group. You don't have to do it as they're signing up yeah. either. You can do that literally the day before. Export the list of email addresses. Yeah. Create the workspace. Add all the people. Okay. But I would need and to then, talk to people who run these because yeah, they might be yeah, using like course, yeah. Notion templates or something. So they yeah. need to like give you your unique access to that. They might be having a daily Zoom yeah. at a certain time frame. But some, some way to like trip so, the content would be cool. So you can schedule, schedule content, whether it's yeah. BB press posts or just posts or comments or something, you know, the database structure we can figure out, but it's like stuff that gets posted on certain days mm -hmm. to the main page on the site that the core okay. goes to for the membership. Every so cohort like, needs like a, a unique page that's like, yeah. but, tell me everything I need to know. What is the itinerary yeah. of this? And it's where you can dump everything. Yep. And then... Um, yeah, we don't, don't we have a delay attribute? The membership shortcut has a delay attribute. Yeah. I mean, they, you could do it with other tools. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool to, um, or series or whatever, like, yeah. um, we could like, Hey, also install PM pro series. And then you just create a series for the cohort. Like, cause, um, 
series or posts, the delay shortcode is a short code. So you could say, hey, this only shows up X days after you signed up. Mm -hmm. But I think we could do posts and categories. And because it's a membership level, like yeah. it would just, then we could make like shortcuts to say, create a post for this cohort. It yeah. automatically checks the category. So the only people in that category can see it. Or maybe it's pages and sub pages or something. I don't know if it makes more sense for them. But then if it's pages or posts, you can put them in a series, you know, and have them come at a certain time. But we could even almost like facilitate that. With Maybe the, not even have plugin. to make unique ones per cohort because I guess you don't want them uh, to lose access to it. Oh, you want a template. Mm -hmm. If it's oh, a template, yeah, it but change. if it's also like, yeah. it doesn't change, it doesn't change. Yeah. You literally could create 50 pages and they're all sequential yeah. in your WordPress site. And yeah, I mean, if people want to go ahead, they want to go ahead. But you're just like, we're right. on day five, guys. Yeah, we're looking at day five page. Oh, just embed the series in the cohort, this yeah. series for every. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Hmm. But if we call it like, Unless there's fake this out and then have. But at the bottom, it's like, now go to the Facebook group and have conversations about this if you want, if you have questions, yeah. you know. Yeah, they yeah. don't have to be archived on the site. Yep. So we can find some people who. So we, the reason that I want to run a cohort is because we were talking about like the. How cohorts often have like tweet about what you just did or what you built or this is like coding online like um what's Isaac doing uh, the uh, code camp right and they say I just complete JavaScript yeah, code coding awesome. class people say I yeah. just completed day three of Learn React that's a cool tactic I see it working yes and we should build that into our stuff so I don't know if we have to it can be built into the series too or of course market it yeah of course it's kind of like when you're on day five of whatever, after you've done it, you give them like a, hey, yeah. clap yourself on the back for doing yeah. like a really good job. Clap this yourself thing. on the back. Yeah. And um, yeah, and uh, you've done a really good job and tell people about it, you know, like, or like, we'd appreciate it if you like share this or like tell everyone. Blah, blah, blah. People like people to brag about things like yeah, that. That's good so. marketing. Yeah. But yeah. that could be done with a cohort for building a membership site or a niche membership site. Oh, I saw right. a conversation. People talked about how do you say that word? N-I-C-H-E. Oh. Uh, Niche or niche? Yeah. Yeah. Is niche better now? That's what everyone said. Niche. Right. A niche is like a hole in the wall. Yeah. I, st I don't know. I think I, is. I say niche and I, or I have to catch myself and okay. say niche. And then what they say, say like, I have like a weird face, like niche. You know, <laughs> yes. Everyone admitting that, that I don't like gross word to yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. But you can do a niche membership site, like build your yoga studio membership site and everyone's in the same boat, sharing the same page. Yeah. I thought. Building competing membership sites. We should have cohorts to help people <laughs> build payments as pro sites. I yeah. feel like that would be something we would do at some point. Yeah. And even like the day before WordCamp. That's how we dog food. A, yeah. So we could, yeah, build our own cohort for launching. Because some people need to be, not need to be, like, they prefer to they'd be kind of walk through, like, yeah. and like, or just be like, hey, I'm, I, this is the two days I'm building my membership or the one week or the yeah, two weeks. Yeah, it has weeks, to be longer than that. Is, What's the difference really... between a webinar and a cohort or a Yeah, is it like an hour a day? for like two weeks or something, whatever it is, we figure yeah. out, like they, they, they like the structure. Consumable, accountable. Yeah. Something else-able. Yeah. And then we can, if it's core, we can be like, hey, we know like this month, this week or this week, every month we are. Or we could map out a calendar and say like this month's fitness, next month's association. Yeah, cool. Month after that is video, premium video, paid podcast sites, mm. paid newsletter sites, Fun. subscription boxes. Online event sites. Yeah. Dating sites. That one I'm not doing. <laughs> <laughs>
No thanks. Yeah. Fun. That's it. We're at the end of our topic. Some good stuff. Yeah. I need to go buy pizza. All right. So we're <laughs> into pizza. It's Friday, so it's pizza day. Nice. Another That Talking Podcast in the cam. Thanks to talk to Thanks, Mrs. Coleman. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of our life. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye. See ya.